Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female is the brightest star in her constellation and shines when she stays true to her authentic self. She puts herself first so that she can have more energy for those around her. She sticks to her priorities, is never complacent about striving for better, and nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. Contest alert. I have a new book giveaway for you. I haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm really excited for this one. If you haven't had a chance yet to leave a rating or review, this is why. You need to go over to iTunes right now. I'm giving away a copy of You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. What I love about this book is that it's just a no-nonsense way to read self-help. So head on over to iTunes, just open it up, and you can leave a rating and then a written review in the month of April or May, and I'll randomly pick a winner at the end of May to receive the book. So you have until May 31st to do this, but go ahead and just do it right now. Um, so ratings and reviews really help other alpha females find this podcast, and I'd be so thankful if you helped grow this community. So head on over there now, just pause this episode, go do it now while you're thinking about it, and then come back and listen to the latest chat. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 68. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to M. Haas. M is a fitness freak. She calls herself a baby bikini competitor, which really means she's just starting out in the industry. A day planner junkie. She's an apparel designer at Under Armour. And she's someone who believes that social media is a tool to inspire and help other people and that leggings are real pants. You can find her training with her boyfriend. She's either studying for her next certification or helping others truly M-body fitness. I love that about her. And Em and I connected last year when I was launching my book, and she graciously gave so much of her time helping me with PR. So I was so excited to get her on the podcast. Welcome to the show, Em. Thank you so much. And thank you for that intro. <laughs> um, I love that. And it's funny because I've been following you on Instagram for a while and we'll post that in the show notes. Uh, but I didn't even get that your Instagram is mbody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took people forever to figure it out. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> it's like M underscore body underscore fitness. And now um, when it's M in quotations, as uh, we have in the bio on the show notes, it makes so much more sense. I'm like, oh, she's embodying fitness. Now I get it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so when you first heard the definition of um, alpha female, and as it's kind of evolved over the year, what do you think of it? And how do you see yourself as an alpha female? Um, well, the first time I ever heard you describe what an alpha female was, it was like when you're walking around all day and you can't think of that one movie and you're like, you've been trying to tell the joke all day and, um, it finally comes to your mind or someone says it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's it. And like, I had been 
an alpha female basically since as long as I can remember. Um, I've always been very self-disciplined, self-motivated, and it was something that throughout my academic career I was always criticized for. Um, people would come up to me in school cause I'd be down in the studio on a Saturday night working on something and they'd be like, Oh, you work so hard. And, um, you know, teachers would tell me I came off as very like aggressive in my emails and my follow-up emails. And, um, it was something that I almost felt ashamed about sometimes, but it was like, I, was frustrated because I knew that I was doing everything I possibly could to push myself forward, but it was like too much to handle for other people. So it's, it's really cool that you're finally like, you know, starting this like revolution and like having the alpha female be this like anthem, like, Hey, it's okay. Like you can totally be like that and be type A and girl boss, like all in one. So gotcha. Really nice. And over the course of, you know, going through fashion school, we didn't actually mention in your bio where you went to fashion school, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the best known ones, um, in the world. And, um, having gone through that and now going into one of your first full-time gigs, do you find yourself, um, not using the term aggressive, but just assertive, like you are an assertive girl boss, uh, and you're an assertive, um, full-time worker, you're an assertive fitness personality now building your own personal brand. Do you kind of, uh, align more with that word now? Um, yeah, I, I think the transition, it happened, um, last year in senior year. And, um, when one of my professors pointed it out after like, you know, sending her this like novel email with all these questions. And, um, she was just like, you know, there's a fine line between being, um, aggressive and being persistent and then being like professional. And it's all about, um, me right now finding that balance between like, okay, I have to give this person some time to like, think about it, to breathe. And when you're so excited about something and you're so passionate about something, it's so hard to, you know, hold back. And I mean, I'm naturally not the most patient person in the world, but, um, I would say I still have that assertive spirit, but I know how to be professional about it now, I guess. Mm, I love that. And I think that's so important. It's the only time I will allow the word uh, balance on the show, <laughs> right? Oh, so, right. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, but I think this is totally appropriate because – and I've talked over and over again about how I have to balance um, you know, my tone and – for the first time when I interviewed Diana House, was she was like, girl, just own how you communicate. And I love the fact that I'm, you know, being open and honest with people like, this is my communication style. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. How do we work together? Um, and that is even allowing me to have great 
honest and open conversations with others that I may have rubbed the wrong way and are now like, cool, you know what? I get you. You are totally upfront. So these are the things that I will, you know, make sure that I'm doing with you because you appreciate them. Um, can you maybe give me some give and take and communicate this way with me? And I'm so much more open to learning that balance. Um, instead of just being like assertive, 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 aggressive, aggressive, like this is how I do things. This is how I do things. Can you handle it? Um, so I love that you are learning that early on in your, um, profession and that you've had some, I guess, mentors along the way that have pointed these things out to you so that you can start learning right from the get-go. Because I'm now, you know, at 12 years into my career and it's something that I've been struggling with the whole time. So um, you are lucky to be figuring it out early. Yeah, definitely. So share with our listeners, what does work-life harmony look like for you right now? Um, it's that thing that I know I should be doing, but I (laughs) (laughs) try to avoid, um, what part, what part finding the harmony? It's yeah. It's like, it's that time of the day when you have to tell yourself to stop and to take a walk outside or to call mom or check in with the boyfriend or be a human and turn off the robot, um, you know, that is checking everything off the list. And I, um, I think the harmony I do, I have gotten better at the harmony part in a sense that I've made my day start with harmony. I schedule in the thing that is most important to me right now um, at the very beginning of my day. So before anything gets crazy, before anyone calls me, before any unexpected meeting would happen, um, I always make sure that I wake up super early. Um, 4.30 is pretty early. Um, and get get my training in, um, even when I'm in off season or I'm not in prep for a competition, that was always a way for me to clear my head right in the very beginning of the day. And, um, you know, that was my power hour to just really check in with myself and let out that stress where if something didn't happen the way I wanted it to the day before, I could take it out on some dumbbells or a leg press and feel so much better. And, um, you, it just starts my entire day and, um, my energy levels better. And I guess, it's just really helped me manage my anxiety too. So what I'm hearing in your words is interesting is that you're very cognizant of when you need to put life moments into your day. Um, but you're also sounding very unapologetic for wanting to work a lot. Like you're using words like robot. And I think some of the girl bosses on the show, like Diana House and um, I'm having Natalie McNeil on, are owning how much work that they do. And as long as they have the energy and they're healthy and they feel great, 
the amount of work that they do is never something that they need to apologize for. So I just absolutely love in your words that you're talking about, like, I really need to check in with my boyfriend, see how he's doing, or call my mom, or call a friend. And those are important things that you're putting into your day because you have that lens of how important the life parts are in your day. So I'm just going to, this. I, I don't want this to be like a co- like Robin coaching session, but like I want to challenge you to just like own your work side and understand that as long as you're happy and healthy, you do whatever you want with your day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very proud of having that self-discipline. I I've been told a million times that it's, it's very rare for someone my age. And even when I was even younger, um, to have that kind of mindset to just you know, go after what they want. And at the same time, like help as many people as I can with the whole like embody fitness and everything. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I am really proud of that side of me, but I know that uh, sometimes it's, it's too much and I definitely feel the side effects of when it gets too much. Yeah. And then, that's when I walk outside or whatever. Yeah. And most alpha females, like if we, we have that ability to push and be so deep in our masculine of doing an action, um, that we can, you know, always go too far into it. And then our body usually will then tell us when we need to slow down. So, um, it's great that you have that self-awareness from such an early start. Definitely. So when life is out of whack, or if you if it's ever been like really out of whack, what's an aha moment that you've had to take better care of yourself? Um, I can really just instantaneously, I thought of um, this one point, it was a little over a year ago, I was well into my thesis. And, uh, at the time my anxiety was very much alive, but it was not diagnosed yet. Meaning I hadn't been to a therapist in, since I was younger and I was just going and going and going, um, a million miles an hour on my thesis and work. Um, and at the time I was very in a very unhealthy relationship. Um, that was partially the reason why I first reached out to you was because your story kind of mirrored mine as far as the person you were with and how unhealthy they were. And, um, he was very dependent on my anxiety attacks, my crying phone calls, because he was an alcoholic and he was very depressed. He had a a lot of other issues, but when I would call him, um, you know, with these anxiety attacks and not knowing what to do about my thesis and not having direction and that would boost his self-confidence. And so it was a very, it fed on each other, the two personalities and to, you know, the anxiety disorder and then his depression. And it was just a very unhealthy relationship. And, um, the aha moment for me came when, um, after consuming so much of my time with his problems, 
um, pushing mine aside and putting my work in front of my health, meaning like going off of no sleep, um, and just really not addressing what was really the issue. Um, I, by the time we reached the midterm critique, I didn't have enough, you know, with my thesis done, I didn't have enough sufficient amount of work, um, for the external critics to come in and give me a good review. And, um, so they gave me very poor feedback and I mean, I couldn't blame them. I knew that this wasn't my best work, but I also felt like, I was in someone else's body at the time. Um, I just, my mind was in a million directions and my teachers could see it. I would come into class crying and, um, my professor at the end of the class, I went up to her and I kind of came to her like very like desperate and anxious. And I just said like, what should I do going forward? you know, where do I go from here? And we were about to enter Christmas break. And she said, you know, like I would really consider taking time off and starting next fall. And she didn't really have an answer for me. And I, for the first time, like didn't know what to do. And, um, I will never forget going back to my dorm room that, that night and just sitting in the middle of my floor and watching, my room looking around, um, everything was pulled from the shelves. There was fabric on the floor, sketches all torn up in disarray. Um, you know, like unwashed dishes. It was, it was just like a million things in different directions and it mirrored what was in my head. And it was so powerful. And I, that moment, and I remember calling my mom just saying like, I want my life back. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't understand like the girl that is literally running off of like the adrenaline of fear. And, um, that's when we really had to address my anxiety and, you know, start taking medicine for it and all the necessary things going to therapy and really addressing the relationship I was in. Um, so did you take small steps? Did you, did it seem like a complete overhaul or did like looking back on that now, can you kind of see all of the, like the tactical steps that you did to pull yourself out of that? I think first having an honest conversation with myself before I, I mean, I would say out loud to my mom, like what was wrong and everything, but I really had to ask myself, like, why did you, why did you start this thesis in the first place? Like, what are you trying to say? What are you most passionate about? And really laying all of that out, um, and taking the time to like breathe and take a second, um, and then say like, okay, like, I know that you would feel better if you straightened out your thesis, but you, your health is way more important right now. And I think that that, for the first time, putting my health in front of my work was like the first huge step. And then came to my parents and said, like, I want to start going to therapy and, um, having that ease back to my mind and, um, throughout my day and 
you know, considering myself my best friend again, um, to kind of lean on throughout the day and make sure that I was okay. And, um, you know, trust myself again, that's when my thesis started coming together. Gotcha. So I'm going to try to pull out some of the the health habits that you started incorporating so people can kind of see steps that you took. So we'll go into maybe what you were doing at the time and now how you're taking care of yourself. So think about it from that lens. So what did you start doing from a health habit standpoint on a daily basis to take care of yourself? I knew that I loved training and I knew that that was something I had been pushing aside to, um, moving my body in general. And I knew that that was very meditative for me and for my mind. So I made it, um, first thing in the morning, if even that meant changing around my schedule, I had to get training in and, um, after that I started incorporating meditation um, and that was super hard for me because it's like the first time you do it, you don't even know if you're doing it right. And you're like trying to count your breaths and it's just like you automatically think too much about something where the point is you're not supposed to think. Mm. I've heard, I've heard different things and I think it's interesting that you put that lens on cause I was, um, I think I was talking about it on my morning, um, periscope is a lot of the time we hear that like meditation is supposed to be about emptying the mind and clearing it. And when I started using the headspace app early on in my, uh, kind of fall asleep meditation practice, I kept hearing, uh, within the guided meditation that the, the goal in terms of how he views it is not to clear the mind, but actually be more conscious of your thoughts, watch them go by but don't let them affect you from an emotional standpoint. So it's like watching a busy street and watching the car goes, cars go by. Right. Um, so I love that, that lens on meditation. Um, and I like how you've kind of broken it down. It was the same in terms of um, sharing it within my book. Like I look back on how I started taking care of myself immediately after calling off my wedding. And it was just like, okay, let me just get back to the gym. Let me try three days this week and then I'll up it to four days and then I'll up it to five. Um, yeah, I remember that part. And, and like, like, sister. Yeah. <laughs> and then like nutrition wise, like, okay, let me fix, fix how I'm eating or just like, let me just get back into meal prepping again. Um, so yeah, nutrition was huge. Mm-hmm. I was definitely just grabbing like the closest protein bar and calling it dinner and gotcha. like, yeah. So how do you nourish yourself now? Well, I happen to have a boyfriend who's certified in nutrition and <laughs> he, I mean, him and I just nerd out on supplements and nutrition and cause that's how I met him, um, between my internship at Nike and, um, getting my full time at Under Armour. I had this like lull period where I needed an income, but I, um, didn't have anything lined up. So I just applied to the closest vitamin shop and he was the assistant manager. And, um, he was literally Wikipedia in a person and just very like about any type of nutrient or supplement or any kind of fad or diet. Like he knew everything. And 
it was just like, I mean, that's what really attracted me to him at first was just how knowledgeable and unapologetic he was about it. And, um, so him and I have always like really bonded over that and moving to Baltimore, he, um, he immediately got transferred to another store. Um, so he does that while he, um, runs his online training and nutrition business. So he's always researching and reading articles about things. And he actually started, um, me on my apple cider vinegar kick. Um, I do that right in the morning when I wake up, um, and I take a multi and then, um, we both take spirulina powder and, um, yeah. So do you put that into a shake format? Yeah. I like to mix it with cashew milk. Um, some days instead of that powder, I'll do like the super greens complex. Um, and I like to have that as my fallback because it's like some days you're going and going and you're not like eating the best food and you're on the go and that makes sure you get like your micros in first thing in the morning and they actually taste good. Like, I don't know why I just always like the taste, but um, and how do yeah. you, how do you guys name your diet? Do you subscribe to like clean eating? I'm assuming it's very, um, bodybuilder focused. So measuring macros, ensuring you're, you're getting the right kind of combination of carbs, fats, and proteins. Yeah. So he, um, he likes to try different things out. Um, at the moment he's on this like ketogenic diet. Um, so he is, not eating a lot of carbs and I'm in prep and kind of neither am I, but I, um, I'm following a macro plan with my coach, um, who I've been with for four years. So she sends me my workouts and then they, um, work in tandem with my nutrition. So I'm getting a certain amount of protein, fats, and carbs every day that I track. Makes sense. So let's get into your fitness routine. You're prepping for your first fitness competition. So what does your kind of week look like in the gym? Um, so I will wake up at 4.30 and get to the gym by 5.30. It's this bodybuilding gym, um, you know, near the campus. And um, it's very much like it's a very competitive environment. Um, and I kind of figured out that that's what I need. I can't really work out in like a planet fitness kind of corporate environment. I need to have like competitors and people that are serious about training like around me and just have their headphones on and not use it as social hour. And that really, um, has helped my training a lot. Um, it's a lot of, with being on prep, it's a lot of body weight, um, cardio in between heavy lifting. And then, um, as I get closer to my show, my coach will add in longer durations of cardio, um, or more hit sessions, but even off season, I'm in the gym six days a week and, um, for at least an hour and a half. Mm, So, yeah. So, um, the old school kind of bodybuilding gym, do you have like grunters and yellers in that atmosphere too? 
Oh yeah, but that's yeah. the best part. Like where I used to get yelled at um, if you made a for, noise, like, grunting or slamming <laughs> down the weight. Now yeah. I can be like loud and unapologetic. It's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. Okay, so if you've um, built up any stress throughout the day, uh, what are some of your habits for winding down at night? Well, I love my boyfriend to death. Don't get me (laughs) wrong, but um, it's really nice when I get home from work and I have the apartment all to myself (laughs) because he's (laughs) still at work and doesn't get off till 10 o'clock when I'm well asleep. Um, But yeah, I like to sit down and like make myself like chew and eat dinner yeah. and not immediately open up my planner. And I've been really good about that lately. And um, I'll either read, I'm reading Jen Sincero's book right now. Um, I finally picked it back up. Yeah, you are a badass, right? Yes. Yeah. And um, I've been reading that and um then I will usually practice my posing, um, which isn't very stressful for me. I actually think it's very graceful and I really like how, how hard and like dirty training is, how it can be so graceful and beautiful when you step out on stage and have this routine. Um, so I definitely practice that for a little and then I'll stretch, um, my coach has me doing these core exercises before I go to bed now um, to really look the part <laughs> on stage. And um, then I actually take magnesium powder, which has, oh my God, changed the game for my sleep. And it totally helps me relax. And um, yeah, I've had yeah. magnesium in my supplement regime for a while. And when I, I actually was taking, um, a different form of it at the beginning and I wasn't seeing a difference. And then I worked with a naturopath uh, and switched over to bisglycinate so that I could absorb it a lot better. Um, and that kind of changed one muscle recovery, taking that in glutamine at night was one of the biggest things that I saw a big impact in one, my sleep, but just muscle recovery overnight. And I have a magnesium story. I went to order magnesium online yesterday and I always get the capsules and of course powder arrived <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so now I'm 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 doing magnesium powder in my uh, glass of water before sleep and just like chugging it as fast as possible yeah um that's definitely something Grant started me on like I would have never found it like yeah I, he's just become like seriously the pharmacy for me <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm glad that you have such a great resource in your life. Um, So as an alpha female, we usually deal with some sort of pain point that we're trying to problem solve for. So share with us one of your pain points that you've maybe figured out or you're still figuring out. Um, having, Having recovered from an eating disorder in high school, and using the Embody Fitness platform um, on social media, on Facebook, everything, I tend to forget my own oxygen mask. And I am so busy prioritizing, you know, showing other people how to use theirs that I forget it's even there. And then I feel it like there's no air left. And so, 
my boyfriend, when we first moved into Baltimore, I had multiple things going on. Um, I, you know, I am trying my best to, you know, narrow down and take away things that aren't necessary. And he knew that I was trying to do that at the time, but I really wasn't like owning it. I was talking about doing it, but I was still trying to check off everything and put a hundred percent into all those different areas, my social media, my YouTube channel, um, getting ready for this full-time job and, um, keeping up with the supplement company I represent and all of these things on the side. And, um, you know, he said something that really woke me up. He said, just because there's 24 hours in a day does not mean you need to schedule yourself for every single hour. And I knew that I wasn't going to show up to all of those things the best that I could if I didn't take something away. And I was I was definitely either going to sacrifice my relationship with him, my work, um, something else was going to fall to the wayside. So mm. have you started scheduling your self-care instead? Yes, I would. I definitely tried to handle as many social media platforms as I could at once on top of this job. And I knew that there were some of them that like, I really didn't vibe with even, and that I was just, you know, trying to be on everything. Right. And just like trying to add a Twitter account. And like, I, I have never tweeted. I've never been interested in tweeting. And like, it's just, it was things that didn't really serve me and that I was just kind of going through the motions because everyone else was doing it. And then I realized like those people that had the time to dedicate to all of those things, like they probably weren't out of the house like that many hours. Or they had virtual assistants. Right. Yeah. So I just had to bring reality back to it and just realize that I'm a different person. This is what I can do. This is what I'm into. And just had to literally make a list of the things that were most important to me and putting self-care at the top and my job. Yeah. And so on, on that question, um, like what I've had to do is instead of scheduling out my entire day to be, you know, launch a new online product, build my doTERRA business, make sure I'm showing up in my full-time job for, you know, the day, um, I've started scheduling like in my phone. So when I look at it, it's like, oh, it's meditation time. It's bath time. <laughs> it's cuddle with the puppy time. Like I actually am scheduling it. And for some people, that's a little too much. But I know a lot of people actually, I think Lori Harder subscribes to um, this, where they like schedule everything in their day so they don't have to think about it. Um, And that's been a game changer for me uh, in the past few months. Definitely. Amazing. So this brings um, us almost full circle. I usually ask this at the the beginning of the show, but we kind of got right into your health habits. Uh, But share with our listeners, what are you most passionate about? I'm most passionate about starting M Body Fitness and really making it um, a platform that falls into so many other facets of my life other than just training and nutrition. Um, I think that 
the definition of M-Body Fitness is to take away the aesthetic benefits that you get with fitness and really um, embrace the empowerment, the self-confidence, the drive, um, the energy, everything, the balance um, that comes when you start your fitness journey or that kind of euphoric feeling that you get when you start your fitness journey. And I do that even it translates to apparel design. Like I try to make that person feel like their body is literally a tool to serve the world and whatever that means to you, like helping someone else, um, you know, taking a step forward and going after that job you want. It's like, how is your body in space? Like literally serving, um, giving back and like setting an example and, um, just using it to the best of its ability. So I'm passionate about helping people realize that. And, um, also using my story with anorexia in high school and how much, um, fitness has totally changed my life since then inspiring girls. I get a lot of followers that are in the middle of an eating disorder or just need that like one voice to keep going. Um, or just see someone not as intimidation, like, Oh, I'm never going to get to her level or I'm never going to recover, but just see my story as like, yeah, you can, like I was in that same place. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not, um, anyone special. I just really believed in myself that like I would come around and use my recovery as and my second chance to help someone else. And yeah, so I'm That's most awesome. passionate about that. I love them. There's some things I was pulling out there when you're talking about just like the euphoria that you feel when you start your fitness journey the power of happy hormones is amazing. Oh. And it's, you know, and it's talked oh about, God. it's talked about a couple of times in different, uh, you know, fitness magazines or whatnot. But if you've ever had like an injury or life's gotten in the way and things have gotten busy and you don't have that constant daily happy hormones, your body's like, what's wrong? Like, why am I sad? <laughs> and so right. it's so important to um, get that in on a daily basis. So I love that you want to make it more than just about the physical aesthetic for others and, you know, talk about all the other aspects that you gain. Cause I think that's really important, especially if you've got, um, girls with eating disorders looking at how you're living your life. Um, the, the whole fitness industry competition world can, you know, give great parameters for those that are looking for structure, um, and kind of organization, but then showing them how to create a different mindset or develop confidence that they didn't have before is like one of the, the main reasons why I believe fitness competitions are a great kind of like jumping point for a health journey. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad that you're showing up in that way in this world. Thank you. Um, okay. Last question. My favorite. Share with everyone. What is your defini definition of happiness? My definition of happiness is that no matter where you are in your life, no matter how messy it seems, knowing that you're in that place for a reason and that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. 
I love it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to everybody. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. I've alluded to in the past how I use essential oils in my life to uplevel my health. They're just basically a tool in my healthcare tool belt. If you're confused about how to use essential oils and you have no idea how to incorporate them in your life, I want to provide you with my top 10 ways to use essential oils cheat sheet. So head on over to bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. That's bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. O-I-L-C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to get your free copy now. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast up of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode. And just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.